Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Ram Nation? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. We are going to have our weekly appearance with David Roddy on today's episode. You guys are going to enjoy it. Fun to catch up with him on the New Mexico game, the Air Force game, their mindset, you know, what went well against the Lobos, what they need to improve on, all that fun stuff. He's always great. Took a minor detour at times, you know, talked about Minnesota a little bit. Uh, the NBA positionless basketball and how it maybe benefits a guy like him so he doesn't get just, you know, boxed into one role or, you know, forced to really only emphasize one set of his skills when he's a very, you know, diverse talent out on the court. Before we get to that interview with David, I want to remind everyone that we have the t-shirt autograph event at Shields, the Johnstown location on Wednesday, the 26th. That's from 5 to 7 p.m. Masks are required, you know, just trying to be safe. Uh, you, we'll do photos, but I think they're going to be contactless. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. The, the Trey McBride event was a huge success. And it's just cool for these athletes to be able to, you know, get some recognition and, and obviously, you know, make some money as well. That's always great too. So come through, get your shirt signed, and, and we'll have a good time. You know, please don't bring personal items. We're trying to to limit that. And, and you know, it's only going to be a, a t-shirt signing. There are a lot of stuff that got brought to the McBride thing and, he didn't really have the heart to tell people no. So we're, we're trying to be a little bit more strict on that type of stuff. And, you know, like he makes money on the shirts, guys. So be cool about it. If you already have a Roddy shirt, you can bring that and he'll sign it. But that's pretty much the only exception. And, you know, I, I don't want to be a buzzkill or anything like that. I know I'm sure people have plenty of things that they could bring in. And I get it. You know, trust me, I do. But like I said, I'm just trying to look out for the student athletes. And when we do these events and just make sure that they're getting the most out of them. So we do have some rules. Hope everybody is cool about it. Really looking forward to seeing everybody out at Shields. I know David is looking forward to seeing all of you as well. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners, with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. I mean, if you've attempted this process in Colorado, it's it's crazy. So let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. They are proud DNVR members. They're CSU alum. They work nights. They work weekends. They do what it takes to make sure their clients are getting the best loan for their situation. They want them to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. It's just a, a really easy, approachable, smooth experience. And I, and I could not recommend Mike and Virginia more. I mean, they, they are the absolute best on the market. 
They have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you'd like to speak to somebody directly, you can give Mike a call at 970-412-2472. Or again, go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, you guys, you know, kept the, the winning streak rolling against New Mexico. Maybe wasn't the, the prettiest in the world, but, you know, what are, I guess, just first things first, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on the victory as a whole? You know, what did you guys do well and, and where do you guys need to improve? Yeah, um, man, where, did I, where should I start? Uh, first of all, you know, kudos to, to, New, Me- to New Mexico. Uh, they, they came out uh, really hot. Uh, and they played really well uh, against us, you know, again, so exposed us on things that we really need to work on as a team to become a championship caliber team. Um, and, you know, kudos to them. They played great. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of respect for those guys. They've, they've, you know, they're all in five in conference, but they're definitely not an all in five team. You know, they have had a really tough schedule. So, um, you know, they're definitely going to get some, a few wins here and, and, you know, they're definitely going to be competing in the, in the conference with, with everybody else. So, um, you know, the, the, the team, you know, responded well to adversity. Uh, I would say, you know, just, uh, again, their early hot start to, you know, shots not falling for a certain people. And, you know, we didn't really, you know, become too frustrated with that. We just wanted to respond, uh, as, as well as possible. Um, you know, just from, you know, if we turned over the ball, we would just get it right back and, and respond and, and make a run ourselves. So I think, again, just responding to, something that didn't go our way was, was, you know, really prevalent in that game. So um, yeah, kudos to the guys. And again, kudos to the fans for showing out and helping us uh, win that game. You know, you mentioned that they're 0-5 in, in league play, but, you know, not necessarily an 0-5 team and, and kind of watching the way they, they operated offensively. I think most people would agree with that. You know, house was flying all over the floor, kind of creating shots. They had a couple other guys, Johnson, you know, go off at, you know, behind the three point line how much of that was them just creating good opportunities and then how much, you know, was that on you guys, maybe not defending as, as well as you normally do? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I mean, you know, they made tough shots, uh, and, and, you know, they, they capitalize on our uh, mental mistakes. Uh, I would say, you know, just, you know, we say KYP, so know your personnel. Uh, that's, you know, what we usually say is understanding who the shooters are, uh, and what they do and what their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, you know, I feel like our preparation on our end and execution was a little bit more poor than it usually is. Um, you know, but that just happens game to game. Uh, you know, that's the, that's the mental battle of, you know, conference play. So, um, understanding, you know, not letting shooters go for a nine for 15, uh, you know, in the game and, and, you know, getting their confidence, uh, is, is a really important part of, of basketball. So, um, you know, once we, you know, you know, look back at the film and said, Hey, we need to really focus on this. I feel like, you know, the next time we play, it might be a little bit different. Um, but it definitely will be, you know, just with those shooters and, and not trying to get them in rhythm, uh, you know, just make them put the ball on the ground and, and not shoot off threes. This is kind of a, a sidetrack and then I'll come back, but just because you brought up confidence, you know, I, I, Isaiah Rivera had 12 points the other night. How big is it for those young guys to occasionally you know, just to kind of get to experience the spotlight a little bit or, you know, score and, and get that confidence up and, you know, does it make it easier to buy in, especially to a smaller role when you, you know, get to have those nights every now and then? 
Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's, it's really, really important. Uh, you know, that San Jose State game was uh, was really good for the team. Uh, you know, again, just a good win on the road. Uh, getting the young guys involved as much as possible was was a huge thing. You know, um, you know, they all know what to do uh, just from the X's and O's part for but for them to kind of deviate off that and, and create their own place was was really good to see. Um, you know, they've they've grown so much over the season and, you know, for Riv to have a game like he did and and Jay Lake and, and all the young other young guys is, is uh, really important for the team, you know, down the road. Are you surprised at all at, at how big of roles that those guys are, are kind of filling for this team, especially at this stage of the season? Um, yes and no. Uh, I was in a similar position my freshman year, so I'm not really too surprised at it. Uh, you know, Coach Medved does a, a great job of, you know, having those lineups with the greatest chemistry and everything. And, you know, Jalen Lake and, and, and Riv and, and all those young guys have, have done an amazing job uh, over the summer. And, and really buying into their role rather than just, you know, playing it with a hesitation of like, why am I getting the ball enough? Why am I, you know, this or that playing more and anything? There's, there's none, there's no ego on the team. So, um, you know, for them to step up the way that they have uh, this season is just super, super important for us again, later down the line, because, Hey, you know, you know, again, Adam and Kendall might go through a slump and then, you know, they might get hot and Jalen Lake and Briv might go through a slump. I might go through a slump, you know, so uh, it's really just the next man up mentality. And I feel like that's, you know, a real strength of our team. It, it's, you know, I obviously didn't mean it as a slight, you know, like, oh man, I, I can't believe these guys are playing well, just, you know, just they're young and it's, it's, it's nice to see them getting those moments and, and Jalen Lake, especially, I mean, that guy's been really, really special this season. I wanted to to bring up one of the the tweets that you posted today, and and that was about the students and the atmosphere at Moby Arena. I mean, almost four thousand students on a, a Wednesday night game, eight p.m. The the weather conditions were not great. It, it seems like you've had a chance to kind of reflect on that. So I guess I'll just hand it to you. What what did it mean to you? I guess to have that type of atmosphere, especially given you know the conditions. Yeah, man, it means so much. Um, you know, for me. I just had a reflection, uh, you know, to two years ago when we played in New Mexico and, you know, we broke the team record of, you know, 18 or something threes, uh, in a game and just, uh, seeing that, that student section where it wasn't really, wasn't really full. It was pretty <laughs> it was a little different. Yeah. And then to see, you know, 30 minutes before the game, the entire student section basically full on both sides was just a, a crazy testament to, you know, what this team and this culture has, has, has done over the past three years. Um, I think it's a huge testament to the coaching staff and again, the city of Fort Collins for believing in us, um, man, it, it was crazy because, uh, in the starting lineups, I didn't really notice the giant wall, uh, of students on the sides because, uh, you know, it was dark and everything. And then, uh, I got subbed out my first time and I looked up and it was just like, Oh wow, those are all students. And they were basically filling up the both sides of the V and, you know, the student section, the bleachers were all full on both sides and they were so interactive and, and so happy to be there. So man, they, people don't understand how much of an impact that is on the game. You know, that, that can snap, you can have momentum just like that from getting steel to a layup. And then now the crowd's getting into it and everybody's up, everybody's standing up and cheering and it's, it's, it's very, very powerful. So, I mean, I was super, super, you know, grateful for that. And, and hopefully we can, again, crush that record, you know, another time. And, and I mean, we have about three home games in, in 10 days. So hopefully, you know, everybody can go out again. Do you notice people 
acting different around you and, and your teammates around campus now than, you know, maybe they did your freshman year just because I mean, you guys are, you're a big deal right now. Um, yeah, I would say so. Um, n- not too much. I feel like once we were on our like winning streak of like, we won eight or nine, eight out of nine games, uh, my freshman year, I feel like that was, you know, great interaction with, with the students. Uh, and then again, you know, COVID kind of swept over sophomore year, but junior year, I mean, everybody on campus has been great, uh, super welcoming. And, you know, I love, I love talking to any student who, who comes up to me and just says, Hey, like, I appreciate you guys coming here and, and I appreciate you guys' support as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, I mean, my first day of class was yesterday, so nobody was in You haven't really had the chance yet. Maybe I'll have to ask you again in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was, uh, in a talking mood, I would say, because they were just trying not to slip on ice yesterday. (laughs) Was it like a war zone out there based on all the the tweets I was seeing? It had to be kind of crazy. I mean, they eventually canceled it. It was, it was so crazy. So yeah, I was walking out my apartment, hope, but bless his heart. I don't know who it was. A guy was on a skateboard and, uh, I guess he didn't know that it was an ice storm, you know, the night before. So, I mean, I just saw him wipe out and it looked pretty painful, but, um, I mean, it just took everybody forever to go walk to class because everybody was just like sliding their feet under like understanding where it's slippery, where it's not. And, and man, like a few teammates of mine, um, you know, fell too. So, uh, I'm, I'm from Minnesota, so I'm a pro. So I, hopefully I don't, I don't fall, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's bad uh, for the rep back home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, it was a war zone out there. No one was really in a talking mood. Really. It was just get to class and go home as, as, as safe as possible. In your opinion, do you get cold, I guess, out here? I mean, because it's, it's just a different type of atmosphere, obviously, but I feel like sometimes when I complain about it being cold, like my, my brother's girlfriend, for instance, is from North Dakota mm. and she's just like, it, it doesn't get that cold here. Yeah, there was a few negative days where it's like, oh, like I didn't prepare for that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't get too cold here. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get. It doesn't get cold here. I went. I went home for Christmas, and you know, I stepped outside, and I was like, yeah, that's like real pain. It's like, it's like you step in, and it's just immediate like flush in your face. It's just like, I can't be out here for long because I might get frostbite. I haven't felt this here yet in Fort Collins, uh, which is great. Uh, the weather is great here. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not cold. So it's, yeah, it's not cold. Are you a winter guy? Like, do you, do you embrace the winter? I I'm kind of over it when I was in my younger years, I loved it. And I used to ski a bunch and I was all about it. And now it just kind of inconveniences my life. Like I got in a minor fender bender yesterday cause I couldn't oh, stop man. on black ice. I mean, everybody's fine. It was just one of those like, well, that's a, that's a bummer. Not a great yeah. way to start the day. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a fan of snow and, until it turns into slush on the roads. Like that's when it's just like, okay, I wish it was gone. Um, yeah, I mean the the slipping on the ice. I mean it's it's basically everywhere in Fort Collins. Uh, yeah, I mean they've been working on it all night, and it's still a little bit of a struggle, but to get around the roads. But um, yeah, that's that's really a tough part of of winter is understanding. Like, yeah, you might slip here. And you just have to get up and keep walking because you might slip again. So, um, yeah, winter winter has its, its pros, but like basically after Christmas, it's just like okay, like can we get rid of the snow? I'm I'm looking forward to to spring and spring break and everything. What's spring like in Minnesota? Oh well, it's about like pretty much 18 hours of spring. Um, <laughs> it's either 
it's either 40 degrees and all the snows melted. And then two weeks later, there's a snowstorm. Um, man, the last time it was a true spring was like a few years back. Really. I remember my junior year of, of, of track, we didn't go out, uh, until I think late April because there was like snow on the track and everything. So we just had to practice inside and meets were canceled and everything. There's, there's not too much of a spring, but once there is, it's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, Minnesota is so just snow covered basically for eight to nine months. And then, you know, it's like two weeks and then it's like summer. So, uh, it's really interesting, but, um, yeah, springtime isn't, it's not really too, too much of a focus in Minnesota. Random questions. I know I was, I was all over the place there, but I'll, I'll bring it back to basketball. You've had 13 assists over the last two games. You know, you average two and a half per game for the year. I know that you, you know, it's, it's not like you don't share the ball normally, but is that something that you're emphasizing more, you know, to kind of be a facilitator or is it just kind of played out that way and guys are knocking down shots? Yeah, I would say it's both. Um, you know, just understanding myself that, you know, the team is more dangerous when I'm sharing the ball at a high rate. Uh, you know, I mean, Zay's, you know, basically leading the country and assist uh, at this point or, or, or was, in, in, you know, he's in the top 10. So, you know, having two of those guys that can, you know, share the ball at a high, you know, at a high level and, and getting guys in the right spots, to knock down shots, you know, it's, it's really, really dangerous. Um, and I think it's also just a part of just how the defense has been playing the past few games. Um, you know, again, like Adam Thistlewood, the blue guy of the team, you know, cuts, you know, he always sees it and he's a really smart player. So, you know, he gets a lot of backdoor cuts. DT gets a lot of open shots, um, as well as just focusing on, you know, not forcing myself, you know, um, kind of letting the game come to me, but also being aggressive at the same time. Um, you know, landing on two feet in the paint and, and looking out for, you know, the 40% shooters that I have everywhere. So, um, you know, the kick out to John was just really an easy read. And then also just the way that they were, you know, double teaming me in the post, um, you know, from the strong side, uh, allowed for, you know, Zay to get the backdoor cuts and everything. So, um, it's, I think it's just a little bit of both. You know, we joke on, on Twitter because every TV broadcast brings up that you're a former high school quarterback, (laughs) but does being a former high school quarterback, are are there any benefits to that from a basketball perspective and, and from a passing perspective specifically, like, do you think you're a better passer because of that background? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, I, I, I feel like I look at film a little bit differently. Um, just from the base knowledge that I had from watching film and football, there's again, certain movements within the defense that there's certain pockets of field that will be open. So you have to throw it to that spot, not to the player, you know, yeah, so, it's a timing. Um, throw, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically timing. Uh, and it's basically the same way with basketball, right? So there's, there's rotation. So if they're doubling from the strong side, like, so I get the ball. And he's, he's coming this way and the baseline's behind me. There's a certain rotation that every, basically almost every single college does and every single defense does. So I know which spot will be open, who's going to cut just based off of our principles and everything. And it's pretty, it's a lot easier to understand the, the film of it and knowing which coverage that they're in. I can read it and throw a guy open or just hit a guy on a cut and everything like that. So I feel like, understanding where people will be on the court, both on offense and defense, uh, is a huge testament to just the film study that I had, uh, in my football days. That makes sense to me. I kind of figured it would be 
you know, somewhat around that. I mean, the, the timing aspect of it, like you said, and just kind of reading the defense and then trying to kind of manipulate them and get them where you want them to go. And then obviously having the touch of, of putting the ball where it needs to be. We are on to the divisional round of the playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Don't worry, if you're not a new customer, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round with the same game parlay. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5. Win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That promo code DNVR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. 1-800-522-4700. I don't know about you guys, but anytime I can get something delivered to me, I'm all for it. What's even better is CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, the ultimate gift this time of year. Do you have your friends, loved ones, colleagues that maybe suffer from migraines, joint pain, do they have IBS? You must get them some CBD-infused Strava. It ships straight to the door, and they're going to thank you. Strava is now giving our listeners 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code DNVR25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use DNVR25 at checkout. What's really cool is if you like it, you can actually subscribe, and subscribing to Strava means you never have to buy coffee in the store again. It'll land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks, whatever you prefer. You're going to get 20% off your CBD-infused coffee every single time. Strava also offers CBD-infused decaf coffee, so if that's more down your alley, take advantage. If you've never tried the rich CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, use the code DNVR25, save 25% on your first order. How many set plays do you guys run on a typical night? Because you guys have been getting kind of shouted out a lot on Twitter for, for some of these successful, you know, back sets, cuts that you guys are running and stuff like that. It's It's been fun to watch. Yeah, man. We have so many sets. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, there, there are a lot of sets that get into similar actions. Um, there's just our base flow offense. So that's basically the five out offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhat Princeton offense, but a little bit more new air newer age um there's a lot of again freedom within parameters right uh, i think that's what coach medved's great at um as you can see our offense from my freshman year to now is similar but a lot more personalized to each player each player can do a lot more things because again we've developed our ball handling our shooting our playmaking and everything so there's been a lot more ideas uh within the offense but Man, there's so many, you know, quick hitters, um, you know, plays for AT to get a shot, plays for me to get a post up, plays for Zay to get a pick and roll action or something like that. I mean, man, we have a lot. And and I feel like that's, again, a, a strength of ours because it's so hard to scout us because there's there's so many to to figure out. Do you like the structure of that? Because I think, you know, some guys, they're more just like street type players, I guess, where they're, they're free flow and they're, they're doing their thing. And, and there's always going to be situations in a game where, you know, guys are just going to have to be able to improvise to create a bucket or, you know, do what they got to do. But 
I would imagine there's there has to be a level of satisfaction that kind of comes with perfectly executing a play, kind of like on the football side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say so. Uh, again, there's there's a little bit of free flow within the offense. Again, yeah. like it's like you have this giant sandbox and you just have to stay within this and you'll be okay. So um, once we get, you know, once we get flowing where it's like going from this side of the floor to the next side of the floor to right back over and everybody's playing with pace and understanding, you know, what happens. And then, you know, say Zay rejects the ball screen and, and I cut and I get an open layup. Like that's so rewarding because we ran through, you know, the, the basic parameters of the offense, but it was so unique in how it happened because everybody has different strengths and, and things that they see and, and they can, you know, adapt to and everything. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's very rewarding to, you know, have that parameters, but also freedom as well. Do you feel like you guys have, have reached kind of a, just a point of versatility, I guess, that was maybe lacking at times last year with you guys are just such a deep team offensively. Like you have all these shooters, you're getting buckets down low. Deshaun Thomas has been on fire and into his minutes lately, you guys can score at so many different levels. Yeah. I think it's a, a great part of our team. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's again, years of, years of hard work. Uh, you know, the, the fives have, have grown so much James and Sean in their passing skills, in their, in their low post skills. Uh, you know, DT is actually driving the, the lane and making kickouts and everything. And, and so, you know, having that, you know, always having five skillful guys on the floor is, is really, really awesome to, to play with and, and also fun to watch. So, um, you know, that's just a huge testament to, you know, those guys for, you know, getting in the lab and, and developing over the off season, um, as well as, yeah, it's just a huge strength of ours because, you know, we all know where everybody else is going to be on the court and that, that connectiveness is really what makes us, you know, a really good team. Kind of off of the, the five skilled guys, we're basically in an era of it's not positionless basketball, but I mean, there are times I guess where it kind of feels that way. Do you feel like that, that benefits you and, and just, I don't know, maybe not getting boxed into, you know, hey, like this is the role on the floor that you're supposed to serve, even though, you know, maybe you can do this better than than anyone else. It's kind of like, I mean, Nikola Jokic, for instance, you know, he's like the Nuggets point guard, basically. But in 15 years ago, would he have been able to do that? I don't know if a coach would have allowed him to do it. Now everyone just, you know, they're just maximizing skills. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I feel like, yeah. It's, it's super, super important to have everybody have something that they're good at as well as playing multiple positions because it makes it tough on the defense. I guess uh, what I'm asking is like, do you feel like just the, the coaches allowing players to be more flexible benefits you individually just because, you know, you could get kind of caught in between, I guess, where they're like, well, he's not really tall enough to be a forward. And they're like, yeah, but he's too big to be a guard. And they're just like, well, I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It definitely helps me a lot. I mean, just to be in this offense hundred percent, it's, it's helped me in, in so many ways. Um, you know, growing in my low post skills, which I didn't think I could grow in, if that makes sense. Um, just opening my eyes to certain, so many different footwork trees, the different move trees to understanding, you know, where to go with the kickouts and everything. And also developing my, my guard skills as well, playing outside. I, I'm, I'm a four man, but I'm, basically on the outside the entire time, uh, you know, we have a four out one in offense. So, um, you know, I get all the guard work skills and, and I'm knocking down shots and everything. So, uh, it's definitely opened my mind up to be even more versatile. So, 
um, yeah, it's, I mean, being in this offense has definitely been a huge, a huge thing in my, in my development. I know this is a kind of an impossible question, but who, who would you compare yourself to, I guess, at the next level? We, I've, I've kind of asked you about this in the past, but I've seen people say, you know, like Draymond Green, but I feel like you're more versatile offensively than him. And mm-hmm. I, people say Charles Barkley, but I feel like you're more of a guard than him. So I don't know, maybe you're, maybe you're just your own brand. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I feel like there's like, I grab from a lot of people. So, um, and also just kind of looking forward to like trying to find my comparison in the NBA is, is pretty tough. Uh, I mean, Grant Williams for one is, is a great comparison, uh, to the way he played in college. I mean, he was kind of a mid post guy kind of spin moves and everything. Like he had great footwork in college. Um, I feel like I could shoot the ball a little bit better than him as well as a little bit more athletic. Um, you know, Draymond Green, of course, with his passing skills, uh, I, I try to emulate that as much as possible and his defensive intensity as well. I mean, he's first team all defense kind of guy and, and guarding those those bigger guys and understanding his angles on ball screens and, and how to you know box out bigger guys and everything. I feel like I can grab from that as well as just, yeah, creating. I feel like I'm a little bit more. Uh, in a playmaking role than he is, he's more of the like get the ball to Steph Curry, get the ball to Clay. Um, and Which so, makes sense. I mean, those guys yeah, are pretty I mean, good shooters. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the two best shooters in the world. Like, of course, he's not going to shoot the ball. I have if I have a chance to sh- give Steph Curry the ball, I'm going to give it to him. So, um, yeah, I would say I would say, man, a mixture of of a, of a lot of people. Um, but I'm always unique in my own way. So I think my passing abilities, I think the most important and biggest factor of my game, uh, as well as just, again, my versatility. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure coach would love that answer. You know, if you, what do you, what are you, what's the most important part of your game passing? He's like, yes, mm-hmm. great. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's a, who's your NBA MVP? Just a quick side question. Cause I'm <sighs> seeing a lot of debate right now and there's a, I feel like it's pretty wide open at this point. Yeah. I feel like, man, it's so wide. I mean, we're not even halfway, we're basically halfway down with the season. So um, I don't know yet, really. Uh, I, to be honest, I haven't watched too much NBA basketball, like regular season games. I, I watched the highlights and everything. Um, I mean, John, John Morant's playing at a, at a crazy level right now. Uh, Nikola Jokic is, is playing MVP wise, like always. I, I see all the, the DMVR tweets as well. Know your like, audience, like, killing it. <laughs> everybody, everybody else is like, Jokic is getting so much disrespect for being the the reigning MVP is is like it's absurd. So um, you know the passes that he makes and, and how efficient he is this year. I watched a YouTube video about it and how he's like having the most impressive season statistically like ever right now. So um, you know on offense and defense. So I mean, man, I, I I try to I try to emulate Jokic as much as possible, trying to study him a little bit more. Um, you know his footwork's amazing as well as just his creativity as well. Um, I say, yeah, probably like, you know, Steph, KD, Jokic, those guys are always up top. And then I think John Morant might be in the conversation, not this year, but in a few years, he will be, uh, if he keeps, you know, improving at this rate. Um, and yeah, I would, pro- I would probably say those three right now. I think you got all the, the, the candidates I would throw out there. Hopefully I think Katie got hurt recently. So hopefully he's okay and can kind of stay in that, that conversation. He's He's one of my favorite players to watch. I'm biased, so I'll always, you know, go hard for Jokic. But yeah, I, I think the fun thing about Jokic is he's just kind of even myself has kind of changed 
what I believe is possible on the basketball court. And just, I mean, he's clearly athletic, but he's not the most explosive guy out there. And he's just, it looks like he's playing in slow motion and guys just don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, just to see all the moves that he pulls off and the flair that he has, but it's also so under control with everything. It's, it's, yeah, it's really been amazing to see over the past few years and, and really paying attention to him. Um, again, using his strengths, like so much, uh, you know, again, his footwork and his fadeaways are, are crazy. He can shoot the ball really well. He can, I mean, he passes it like crazy. So, um, yeah, just learning more about him and, and understanding you don't have to be the fastest guy to make an impact. It's just really about how efficient you can be with your shots as well as your footwork. Well, man, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but got a, got an exciting event coming up, obviously, on, on Wednesday, the 26th at Shields Johnstown from 5 to 7 p.m. Your autograph signing, you're going to be signing shirts. Hopefully, you know, Ram fans fill it out. Are, are you excited? Are you nervous? I mean, it's it's kind of weird sometimes when you're, you know, everyone's like, you're so great, you know, and it's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I am. But then it's like, do you, is that what I'm supposed to say? Or it's like, you just say thank you. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm super excited for, for the opportunity. I don't think I would ever, you know, have one, my own t-shirt to a signing, you know, signing thing for, for my t-shirt, uh, again, you know, kudos to Shields and, and, and DNVR for, for hosting this event, but, um, man, it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, really just meeting, you know, more fans face to face, uh, you know, having conversations with them while, while, you know, have, signing t-shirts and having a good time. So I'm, I'm not too nervous about it. I'm just super, you know, just excited to, to be there and just meet all the new people. It should be a blast, man. When when we did it for Trey McBride, it was a huge success. A ton of people turned out, so ho- hopefully people do the same. This and Shields is really cool. I don't know if you've ever been in there. I think they're pretty big in the Midwest, but it's like Dick Sporting Goods had a baby with a Coles and a Costco. It's it's the weirdest place on earth, but I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I, I went I went in there once uh, a few times in the Midwest, but yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a great opportunity. All right, man. Well, I'm really looking forward to that event. Really looking forward to Saturday. You know, good luck against Air Force. Um, what do you expect to see against them? I guess just real quick, how much can you look back at that last game, given that, you know, most of their team wasn't playing? Yeah, uh, you know, we can learn a lot, really. Um, you know, their, their offense is, again, super, super complex. Uh, our defensive priorities are a little bit flipped, really, kind of really thrown out the window uh, with Air Force, you know, with their Princeton offense. So, um, you know, we, again, we just look back at the film and we're going, you know, we're going there, uh, you know, at Clune Arena and, and you know, going to compete, really. I feel like that's, you know, just really the, the biggest mindset that we have is like, hey, this is going to be a fight. You know, we just have to stay disciplined on defense um, as well as, you know, just, you know, really be really, really mindful on offense as well. So, um, you know, going out there and competing against a, a really tough team, a really disciplined team. Uh, I mean, they've been rolling as well. They've been competing with everybody, you know, in the Mountain West. So, um, you know, they're no slouch. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of respect for those guys, and and it's going to be a fun game on Saturday. Yeah, they've been really good at home. I mean, really everybody in the conference. I saw the the top five teams are like 39-2 and at home in the Mountain West right now. Everybody has a winning record at home. Anyway, good luck on Saturday. Thank you, as always, for for doing this podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Looking forward to that event next week. Come out to Shields. David, go Rams. Thank you, guys. Go Rams. P2P.
Beaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man